1: All right, we're here with Gino Paloma from Atlanta soon to be moving to my soon to move to Florida because he doesn't like Atlanta anymore for whatever reason but um, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little later on but uh, we're gonna start off with uh, how'd you end up here man I, I think I saw you on a podcast maybe like six months ago you, you're like a year and a half into wholesaling and you did like some crazy astronomical number in like six months or something like that that I remember and then we ended up meeting through Steve Trang and then now we're here like eight, six months later, a year later. So can you yeah, kind exactly. of start off how you ended up into real estate and all that stuff? Yeah,
2: so I started in real estate. Um, I just saw it from a YouTube video from Max Maxwell uh, when I was 19, That was back at end of 2018. Um, so yeah, I was uh, constantly trying new businesses back and forth, um, Some some wins, some failures in there. And then, yeah, like I said, I was just on the couch watching YouTube, you know, entrepreneur stuff. Um, and it came up a Max Maxwell video about wholesale and real estate. I was like, what is this? Started looking at it and uh, watching as many videos as I could for about a week, and then just took some massive action, bought banded signs, you know, the We Buy Houses signs you see on the side of the road. Started putting those all over the county I lived in, and uh, fast forward about a month later from that, like at the beginning of November. So this was about beginning of October, end of September when I first found it, and then by November 7th, I closed my first deal. So it happened all pretty quick. Um, and so, yeah, it all started right there from that YouTube video.
1: Man, that's YouTube. People underestimate YouTube that you can find all the answers in YouTube, but it's all there. And people are, like, getting traction and doing big things from it. And I feel like, oh, you're not going to find it on YouTube. So I'm a product of podcast. You're a product of YouTube. So, Heck I mean, yeah. it's all from digital digital information out there, and we just kind of make stuff happen. So how long have you been in real estate?
2: So, yeah, so I started in 2018, really first full year. I mean, I did one deal, but so I've been in it, I guess. You know, if you count from 2019 on about two and a half years, maybe a little okay. bit, give or take. Or and, less.
1: Uh, did, like, um, a lot of people ask, like, um, I always like asking this too because I'm, I'm a previous truck driver. So, is, like, you ever worked at, like any crazy uh, restaurants, telemarketing? Like, what'd you do in the past? Just to give people perspective. Because that, yeah, yeah. We think we're doing real estate. At,
2: so I've never worked for someone I'm in my life. I made sure that from day from when I was age 12 and on, um, I started selling fake st- uh, not fake stuff, but I started selling stuff on uh, like shoes. I used to buy like the Kobe 8 Christmas Edition Easter when I was 12. Made my mom wait wow. outside for any special edition ones that like um, Foot Lockers, Champs when they were to release, and I would just wait there, buy them, buy them for like 150, sell them like two weeks later for 220. And at 12 years old, you know, that's enough for, like, three months of ice cream there at school or donuts or whatever. So I would just keep doing that. And um, then at like, 13, I started buying stuff at Ross and Marshalls. like I was worth the stuff and selling that $200 stuff. What, that's all about clothes and some sneakers and cleats. Um, and then I would turn that 200 to, like, 275 And I would just keep doing it and keep doing it. And, um, doing yeah, challenge. I say mean, Yeah, You're I was doing it challenge. for Gary V this is back in 20, this is 2012, 2013. Wow. I was doing this. Um, and then I, uh, I started getting a little bigger. I started buying like Yeti coolers. My dad became a dealer and I would just buy bulk of them. And, uh, he kind of did the same thing I did. Like he was not really a storefront. He just became a dealer just to buy them cheap and sell them more. Um, and, uh, for him it was mostly pleasure for me. I was trying to make a business out of it. And then, um, yeah, I, I sold, uh, started buying headphones from China and I made like 60k in one month senior year of high school and um ended up getting that stopped PayPal froze my account because I wasn't even 18 yet and so yeah it was a long journey and then leads me into high school or college college I was uh I was trading stocks I was day trading at like 16 17 so right before college and uh I started doing it more intense, intensely in college, freshman year, and then I end up losing most of my money. I was like, screw this, and this leads me to the time of about finding wholesaling.
1: That's, that's crazy. It's crazy that you never had a job. I mean, I that's, uh, hats off to you or give you a round of for applause. Sure. Yeah, yeah I don't ridiculous.
2: know if it's a good or bad thing. I mean, I've helped, like, I've worked jobs, but for free, you know, just to do
1: it, you know, for friends or whatever, family, friends or – no, man, that, that's, no, it's definitely, a, it's not, not a, not a small feat, what you did there. So I commend you for, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of curious that you went from flipping sneakers to flipping real estate.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's and funny.
1: Flipping, I never thought paper, about it like that. Flipping paper. you Same thing, just larger assets. Exactly. Larger, larger price points. Exactly. So next up is like flipping apartments for you. Shoot, yeah. I've done one. I'm, I'm foreseeing right. the future for you. <laughs> Maybe it's developing eventually. At at the rate you're going, you're gonna be flipping apartments. <laughs> if you no, nah, it's, it's cool. You did one though, man. That's awesome. So that's that's pretty that's pretty amazing, man. So you're in the Atlanta market. Are you just in Atlanta? Or are you in multiple markets now?
2: Yeah, just Metro Atlanta. Within you just know Metro two hours Atlanta. of Atlanta. Yeah. So you're doing
1: all these deals just in Atlanta.
2: Yeah, just in Metro Atlanta exactly. Then um, how many deals?
1: Now. How many deals did you do last year? Uh, last year we did sixty eight. 68. Close deals,
0: yeah,
1: awesome, awesome. Um, I think I think it's one. Of, uh, I just I think said, I I think um, people progress and the how far they progress is pretty amazing to see. So like, you kind of start wholesaling your first deals, and now you're actually getting the private money to actually buy and do your own flips, and now you're mm-hmm. actually flipping your own properties, right? Yeah, exactly. Now you know I started out like you said
2: wholesaling mostly, and I still wholesale mostly. That's, what. but last year I think we did probably like fifteen or twenty of those. Sixty-eight were hotels where we would just get in buy the
1: property and sell it as is on the market yeah that's awesome man now it's kind of cool that um, you can progress that fast once you have a track record and the money finds you and then you're like oh money finds me I'm in, I'm in the money now you just exactly like, just escalated it. from there escalated from there so tell me um a little bit about like where what types of deals are you doing in the metro or are you doing short-term rentals or are you just doing flips all that stuff in the Metro Atlanta area?
2: Yeah, good question. So most of our deals, it's mostly wholesale. Um, I would say last year, 68, you know, the remaining 20 of them might've been hotels where we would take down private money, put them on the market or sell to open doors. So the remaining 48 deals. Um, I also bought a 17 unit, I'm not including that in the 68. I bought a 17 unit, I bought two cabins and one other single family um, that those that's the those two cabins and the one single family i'm using airbnb and the 17 units a long term but um those aren't included in the 68 so really 48 wholesale deals 20 being um 20 uh, hotels you know three new uh single families and then one 17 unit last year
1: so that's awesome man i really want to dig in on this because you're one of the few wholesalers i know selling the open door are you still doing that right now or is it still Um. So well, we
2: actually started, we, we haven't sold that many to them in the last like three or four months because they started like getting pretty strict on um, you being on title before giving you a net offer. And what that's what I used to do. Like I did like the 20 with them without even with getting a net offer a contract before I even bought it. So I knew for sure what their price would be. Um, But I did that. Yeah. Like I said, 20, 20 different times. I'm not against it, but I'm actually getting better deals now selling properties for even higher or just that open door. How are you doing uh, that? Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm selling most of them on the market. Every single one goes on the MLS. Okay. Every one of our wholesale deals goes on the MLS. So not that open door. Sometimes they do overpay on the market, but now I'm getting other hedge funds that are paying more than market too. So I'm getting lucky, not lucky, but I'm getting, I'm in the right position to be, you know, taking advantage of some of these hedge funds.
1: No, that's that's great. I mean, it's it's great to get your buyers or something up to par. Like we're we're trying. We just got a, a a lender reach out to us that'll do the same thing for land. So we're gonna start wholesaling land.
2: Really? Nice. Yeah, we don't buy it. So that's the thing too. A lot of people I talk to it. Not that you know because we talked about it, but we don't even buy these deals. We just put them equitable interest on the MLS, and so we're not even closing on them.
1: Oh wow! Okay um are you disclosing that with your seller or how do you just yep, do you... everything's disclosed like two or three times the
2: minimum on the agreement when we go over it with them and also um when we're negotiating this is how we can get you your price okay mm. so you're almost doing like a novation with no repairs exactly so novation is exactly what we're um you know like the one we were doing with Eric Brewer It's the same thing novation um, and yeah it's 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 an it's a novation type deal without the novation because what we're going to do at closing is we can decide whether we want to use the novation documents or do we just double close depending on what the lender says right if you're getting an fha lender you can't double close but reality is in this market you know because they got a 90 day season period so you have to do a novation but reality is in this market i'm never going to take an fha loan you know that's my last loan i'm gonna take i take all these other or i'm just going to take a cash buyer right so you can pick and choose. And so reality is like we're not even doing innovation. We're just doing double close and we're just using the MLS as a dispo tool.
1: Wow. Okay. We uh we've we've been doing that, we do something similar, but that's it's kind of different. We've been doing it with land. We've been doing uh we'll actually take title to it. When, when we actually, negotiate yeah, for your hotel it, it pretty much. Yeah, we we will take title to it with a little down payment and then we'll wholesale it with the terms on the back end. But yeah. it's interesting. Interesting that you're not, you're just doing that. You're just doing with a contract. So it's how do you, contract. is there like a certain, like, because I know you don't go went through Steve Train's training. Steve Chang's training is amazing. I love Steve Train. Um, sure. Do you use that for negotiating your novation? No, nothing
2: of the sort, Steve's stuff. I mean, our scripts, uh, you know, has bits and pieces, but nothing about the novation part or it's not even novation we're pitching, just not on the list on the market nothing to do with anything that Steve did. We created ourselves and how we how we present the offer to the seller. Um you kind of fell into it and now you're running with it. <laughs> yeah exactly. Like we we got help from a bunch of mentors. Okay. Um and we just you know tweaked it to what we feel you know we're every day we're tweaking it even you know to make it more it sound better, you know. So
1: do you have KPIs as far as like your close rate for that for that type of
2: transaction? I mean like to friends? be honest now we've done we went that's a good question. So like before we we're treating it as a different transaction. Yeah. So that's not a good way to do it as a sales coach as me. So I'm freaking telling all my guys, that's the only transaction we're doing. Forget that. So it's just our close ratio might've went up. Right. So last year, our close ratio is like 18%. This okay. year it's at like 23, 24%. So it okay. definitely went up, you know, just by instituting new, new,
1: new processes. Exactly. Cause I can pay more for the month for the deal now. Ah, okay. Okay. That's Okay. That's interesting, man. It's there's so many uh you hear you hear new things and how people are doing it. Um also <laughs> it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy to me, man. I, I love I love the the many facets of real estate yeah, exactly, and how people are le- leveraging it and using it to their own benefit,
2: you know. Everyone's got their own thing, you know, and how they pitch it. And it's not our thing won't work for some people, other things, you know, it might work perfect for other people, you
1: know. Yeah. So are you looking to start acquiring assets now or you just strictly um, to be honest
2: with you this year I'm just looking to build up our team they I'm, I'm funny now I'm buying a cabin next month but still I'm trying to look at the long term um, of our company and we're trying to get to at least by the end of the year like 800 to a million a month and then at that point is when I'll start looking at Um, figuring out what I should hold and what I should not. And I'm going to do it through a different entity because reality is, and that's what I keep getting to, is it's the hottest market of our lifetime right now. And so I need to milk as much cash as possible when I'm here. Like, I need to just take advantage of it. And I've learned that from a lot of big mentors I've talked to since I've gone through three recessions or three crashes and from the 80s on, and they all said the same thing to me. Like, you know, this isn't the time to go buying rentals unless you're getting home run deals, you know? Don't start buying rentals. And again, these are, everyone has their own opinion, but this is the time to stack your cash. Stack as much cash as possible because it's not going to be like this, you know, forever. So yeah. that's my goal. I'm stacking cash and um, I'm trying to build this. And, you know, not that I'm saying I'm not going to take advantage of some nice deals that come my way. Like I have a 17 unit or another Airbnb next month I'm buying. But my main goal right now this year is so focus is to grow that wholesale company. And you know, grow that revenue per month.
1: What's what's your goal for revenue per month?
2: Or oh, a million a month. That's what we're going. You're trying for. to
1: do a million million a month this year.
2: No, yeah, by the end of the year, probably by like November, December. Okay. And just goal this to... year is to be at six million. That's our target. That's a pretty big, BHAG, you know, big area, audacious d- goal. But um, we think the way we're lining up for, especially even this month, uh, we have no problem. I mean, we're on pace to get up to there. Um, now it's not going to be easy, but again, our goal at the end of the year is to be around, you know, 800 to is a big spread, but you know, it's really, our big goal was to buy 2023 to get to that. But we feel we can, we could probably tap into it this year. If we do everything we're supposed to, in our projections.
1: Nice. Nice. That's a uh, big audacious goals. Yeah, big audacious exactly. Goals. No, I, I, I like it because, it um, you kind of, your 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 limit is so high that you're like hey if i get to 4 it's all right <laughs> we did okay, okay exactly we <laughs> land at 5 we will be fine you know like we, we all did okay how how big is your team how many vAs you have acquisitions all that's that's a
2: good question man it's so changing um my coo would know better than me i would say we have roughly around like 23 people um and i would say half and half are vAs and some are americans Half are Americans, half are VAs, I'll be honest, somewhere around there, give or take.
1: 20 people, yeah. that's a lot of people.
2: Yeah, so about 12 VAs, 12 Americans, that's including me and Chandler, so really 10 other people, Americans.
1: So let's talk about this, so um Chandler's your COO, right? hmm Are you like the visionary, he's your integrator type of person? Yeah, that's the role right now, so... Only role in the business
2: I'm in is I'm in the sales director role. Okay. And the visionary, that's it. Gotcha. Like only roles I'm accountable for. Right. And Chandler's COO, right. So he's ahead head of all directors, including me as a sales director. And then also financial uh, department.
1: Um, I think it's a... Uh... So you, you have your you have your man, I'm so unorganized. It's just it's so it's so funny talking to you because like us really like I'm all over the place. I, I run everything. Do it all? I do it all. I'm I'm the I'm, I'm the guy. I like that. But I'm, I'm I'm trying like I said, I'm I'm hiring I'm hiring more people, but um how to do you strictly off are you really are you off uh, attraction and I mean I see it on your on your wall. Is yeah, that there like, it is. Right there. Your whole your whole thing is that how you run your uh, um
2: so that's a good question we actually mix up traction and like some of the sharper stuff i don't know if you know empire like gary harper i don't know if you've ever heard of him but he does a lot of business consulting um for real estate investors
1: i actually short story is i went to the same church as gary harper oh really that was your age
2: up in indiana
1: up in indiana that's where i'm from oh really yeah so you know about gary then I didn't know about him as far as so back then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, but yeah, that's been I've been ten years out of that, so I knew him ten years ago before he that's did what he's doing now. So I knew pre Gary Harper from who he is. That's now. crazy,
2: yeah, damn, that's a small world there. So yeah, yeah. no Gary it's Harper. A- he runs a similar system to Empire or to attraction. It's called Empire, and it's pretty similar a lot of the things. And so we're mixed between the two. All right, we'll do our VTL probably a week from now. So we're still using some of that stuff, but yeah
1: okay that's interesting yeah i didn't know i didn't know what what his product was called but that's the first time i heard it
2: i've
1: uh he recently it was weird though because like i'm out of that space for 10 years now and then he popped up again i'm like what the heck like we're all these people coming coming back from my past you know and um because like Um, I knew a bunch of people that were in real estate back then but I didn't really know what aspect I mean I knew nothing about wholesaling or real estate or anything all about back then so it's kind of interesting seeing all these people pop up from my past like um you know David Richter yeah he actually went to the same high school as him he was a grade older than me
2: really yeah in Indiana too
1: in Indiana too so we went to to the same high school you guys all all lived around each other over there I mean, we went to the same, it was pretty same community. Think about that. Same community lo- localized yeah. up there. So I, I know, I know, uh, and he just he just popped up recently too. I'm like, what oh, in the world? So I actually just signed up for a CFO. Uh, CFO Nice, thing nice. Today. It was actually yesterday. That's funny. Today. So that they're like breeding said,
2: people we, over we, there. Huh? That they're you guys are breeding people in Indiana.
1: I mean, you can say I'm a product of that because I am because I I grew up I lived up there for 20 years, so it's kind of interesting that my my past is like coming up again, in its own way, which is weird in yeah, my opinion. Sure. So like all of his staff, I know all of his staff in some fashion. I might not know them personally, but I know who they are.
2: Who? Which one?
1: All of all of uh, Gary Harper's staff.
2: Oh, Gary Harper. Yeah, because they all were from around there. right?
1: Yeah, they're all from there. Like they're everybody's from there. So like it's just, oh, yeah, they're all from the church
2: just, too, right? Brandon, McCurdy, and Austin McCurdy, all of them.
1: Yeah, I know all of them. I know all of them. They might not know me, but I know who they are. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was uh, it's a it's a big community out there, so it's uh it's interesting seeing everybody come up the where from yeah, that,
2: that is different
1: crazy different spaces, but enough about that. It's kind of cool that you're using their their system though, Empire. Exactly. That was the first time I heard of the name of it. So it's kind of interesting talking about that. So, that to kind of give a brief description about that, that's to structure and organize and manage your business.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just like Traction gives you the tools, gives you the meeting structures, gives you, you know, what you should be doing in terms of, you know, hiring, firing process maps of your company, too. Like what, you know, what each process should look like, you know, we'll process map it, which is what Gary, um, what, what's her, his wife, uh, what's her name, Susan right Susan's really good at so Gary's obviously the, the guy that created sharper um and Susan's his wife and you know she's really good at processing out. so yeah it's like, it's just a layout it's like an overall um like business consulting business program I guess it's like a like they call it you know it's like a empire system is like the iOS or the you know the operating US. system for your business for your business yeah no it's what like, I was mentioning is like the iOS is the operating system for Apple you know and so like exactly what eOS is like the entrepreneur operating system but I was just referring yeah. it back to iOS same thing so it's just the operating system for your business
1: so uh, yeah that's that's cool man um, what what marketing techniques are you doing and what's working the best for you right now as far as outbound acquisition
2: yeah so we do cold call text uh, TV just started direct mail um, very very small very small right now small it's not word very small right now and then we do some like paid for lead uh for seo stuff need to sell my house fast um but what's working best right now is it's still probably sms um i gotta look at our contracts on the year i know we're at like 42 right now and i would say let me look right now i'll tell you but i would say probably i mean over half has to be sms I and mean, just assuming i mean just yeah. so much sms leads so one Two three. I'm over here counting. I don't have the report in front of me. Eight, I gotta count. Nine, <laughs> doing everything for you guys right here. <laughs> 15, 18. Five in look. Yeah, it's like 21 out of the 42. So half are just SMS.
1: No, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, SMS is out the window. It's up there. I'm like, no, it's still working no, no, very well. It's still working very well because all a lot of our clients are using sms too so it's kind of it's kind of cool that you're getting a lot of traction with that because sms you can t- you can touch so many people quickly
2: oh you can nail them
1: for sure yeah i like i like i like the sms it's uh definitely um takes your stuff to another level so oh, sms sure. cold calling yeah tv oh let's talk about tv so there's only i've only heard of one other person talk about tv being in tv ads Let's talk really? about uh, – um, yeah, I heard uh, the dude out of Vegas.
2: anada uh,
1: Huh?
2: anada Right.
1: No, yeah. it's uh, the other one I heard out of Vegas. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. It's a white guy. He's an older white guy that does TV. You mean
2: Doug show. Hopkins?
1: No. So he's Phoenix. Yeah, I don't bad. know. I don't know. There's only one of the, like I said, there's only 1% person I've heard that's doing TV ads. So let's talk about TV ads. You're doing TV ads. Um, and you're on, like on Fox, right?
2: Yeah. Fox is on Fox. Um, it's all on all the local channels. So, okay. um, local you know, channels. we don't, man- we don't manage it. We have a company that does it. Um, sure. they manage people all across the country, um, manage Pineda's in Vegas. And so they, they bid, you know, we give them a budget, <laughs> excuse me, shoot. And, um, every like a month ahead on commercials and so you know it's all over i mean you might see me on family few time you might see me at you know judge judy all over the you know different weird times but yeah they have an algorithm they run know when to buy the commercial and not to gotcha
1: and how much are you allocating towards ads and looks like you've been ROI uh
2: so right now we were about so last year total um, uh, it was like a 2.7x return so two 200- hundred. Gotcha, just lower than our three we wanted, but we started off pretty rough. I, I have to look at the actual numbers. I think it was something like I have to look at these numbers here. I can do it in two seconds, but this year we're seeing a lot better return. Um, I think we're gonna be projecting like a four, and we're spending about thirty grand a month right now. Last year was like twenty. Yeah, last year was a little less. Um, like ended up being at like twenty five. Um so that's insane. Yeah, it's not a a cheap one for sure. So yeah, it actually was, last year was a 2.3 and we spent 340,000 and made 800. Wow, okay. But the key you gotta think too of TV is not where you can't measure, which is the most, like TV is the, I mean, that's like the big baller budget one, right? And I'm not saying I'm a big baller but this is what comes with that. It's also the credibility from TV. You know, when sellers see you on TV, the deals are so much bigger and there's so much, you know, so much brand you're building. If I can stay on TV for 10 years, I would do it just breaking even every month. You know, that's what Steve Trang would always tell me, because at the beginning we start off pretty rough. And he's like, bro, if I'm breaking even on TV, I'm doing it forever, you know, because the brand you're building on TV as well. You know, it's just so um, you can't predict that how much that's bringing in in the future.
1: Wow okay, that's 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 good perspective. That's good perspective. Yeah, because I mean it's kind of like, it's kind of like podcasting. You don't have to see ROA right away, but it's one of those things where exactly as, as your name gets out there more for podcasting and you build up you kind of build up the audience. So I, I can see that TV. I, so man, you spent a quarter of 300 grand on TV last year. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I think that, I think it's really cool that you have your KPIs and you can like, like I literally asked you that question, like, yeah, I did 2.3 and you got your KPIs right in front of you. So, you know, you know, you know, your numbers, you know, your ROI, you know, it's worth it to do it. And you just can consistently do it at that point.
2: Exactly. Yeah. We're just, every day we're, we're matching, you know, certain KPIs. We're looking at them, measuring certain KPIs.
1: So if you're spending $30,000 a month, you have an acquisition team of 20 or your team is just 20 people. What is your like monthly spend on like all outbound outreach, all outbound ads?
2: So all outbound marketing is it's roughly around like 50,000. So a lot of it's TV, right? So, and we get all VA texters and stuff like that. So it's pretty cheap in terms of, you know, that, that part of the business, but in total with lists, skip tracing, all that good stuff, cold calling, said mail we just started that's including like 5k a month we just started spending mail like literally last month so um you know most of it takes up tv but we're trying to blast tv like 50k by may in tv a month
1: gotcha um do you have like one ad you use or you run like multiple ads yeah
2: it's the same
1: for the last year
2: plus um i'm probably gonna film a new one soon they're talking about it but i'll let the guys manage like 50 plus people nationwide for just real estate
1: okay that's interesting I'll, uh you'll probably get some hits on the, the tv the TV side just from podcasting about it
2: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: that's crazy how that works man that is it's interesting it's interesting tv i've never even thought about doing tv ads it just hasn't crossed my mind at all
2: really yeah they're powerful man there's a long-term play
1: definitely a long-term play which is cool long-term plays are always cool you never know what you uh you never can re- you like realize gains you never realize how much how much revenue you can create from it so that's cool man i mean so, i'll tell you
2: how much some guys are doing some guys in la the same guy that's uh, runs the ads he has a partner um the guy that he does the tv they spend a million in la and they're making like three and a half x a month
1: wow in tv ads uh, only wow okay that makes sense. A
2: million a
1: month. Yeah, you got some perspective in my head. My mind's working now.
2: Yeah, so you got guys doing crazy numbers, just in LA. That's all their numbers. And Doug Hopkins, which I don't know if you know him, but he's the big guy in Phoenix, um, and Darren, they're the guys that run the TV commercials, and obviously Doug's also a home buyer, and they they're gonna do like twenty million this year, and it's all TV ads. 20 million in revenue and TV ads spend like last year they did 12 million and they're pretty open about it. And they netted like 5.7 after everything. Cause they only have like two acquisition managers and one of them is actually Doug Hopkins, like Doug, the owner. So, and they netted 5.7 last year.
1: Wow. So, so the TV ads, I
2: mean, it's not so, just a, it's, it's a definitely not just a long term too. Like these guys are making some crazy money off it.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah. I mean if they have to at least to afford to sustain it, you know. You have like 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 Steve said you have to at least break even at that point to run it. Just uh Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, they're spending I think sense. like for the Phoenix guys they're spending like 250 to 300 a month. So it's like 250 and so you know that's what 2.5 a year or a little bit more than that. That's like 3 million a year. Whatever it is. So No, it's five. Three million, yeah.
1: Three no, million no. a year. 2, 2, 2. Yeah, you're right. 2. Yeah, so two point seven
2: five, whatever it is, they're spending a lot. They're nailing it.
1: That's a lot of that's a lot of
2: credit card points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they have to. But you have to pay in, in the wire because they won't let you pay credit card. But that would be the the dream right there.
1: Yeah, if you run it through Amex, your your Amex card and just run it every you'd month. You'd be racking two percent back. Crazy. You'd be getting some good money right there. We get some good money. So you have to pay through wire. I mean, I didn't know that. See, I'm I'm learning a lot through this. Well, that's just
2: their company. That's just their company. They want you to pay through a wire so you can't like dispute it later on, you know, when you're spending that much money. Like you could easily dispute it.
1: True. Man, this is okay. That's some insight. I like I like the man. That's 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 true. That's some good insight. So um what are so you said you bought your first compartment complex what things are you kind of bringing in new do to hit that high, um, or high, like, gen? Ugh. what are things you, are you going to do to get to that high gross revenue level of 6 million that you're trying to hit? So what, what things are you implementing? Oh, like this year, like, we're as, gonna, I mean, obviously we're spending,
2: assets, yeah, or? yeah, we're spending, no, we're still doing the same single families, right? The 17 units is something I got off of a little list, but no, um, you know, well, we're still targeting SFR, single family homes. And, you know, we're just doing more volume, right? We've actually hasn't upped our marketing at all. We're just trying to get our conversions up. We very honed in on a lot of conversions. And within the first, you know, we're, what, we're about, you know, 75 days into the year and we're at 42 contracts. And so just to give you an idea, like last year we closed about 80% of our 68. So like even last year, what was that making us at like 85 to 90 contracts total last year? whatever equals 0.85 to equal 68. We're not doing that right now. We got a lot of math on this podcast, but like we're already almost halfway done, you know, what we did last year in contracts. And I highly credit that. It's no marketing spend increase. It was all just conversions and focusing on like different systems to put them in place and um, measuring really specific numbers. And so now we're going to start upping marketing, right? Now we can afford to do that because we got our people in place, we got our systems in place. We can up now, and we know what we can, what we can expect for our, you know, conversions at certain levels.
1: Gotcha. No, that makes sense. It's huge. It's huge, man. It's huge knowing your numbers, especially when you're operating on scale, because one one little divot can take a hole in your pocket.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, you got to know these specific numbers and. You know, it's not necessarily like you're just going to live and breathe, you know, die by them. But you need to know what's expected. And that's what we've been doing the last two months. And we changed our closing process and, we you know, like added that new feature on MLS. And our deal size goes from 30K to 45, just like that. Like just do the math. I mean, you just increase your deal size by. There's more math for us over here, but I think that's by like 50 percent. I mean, 30%, 30 or 45. So you can increase no marketing at all, but you increase your deal. You can increase your average profit by 45 grand. And again, that's no adding additional marketing. Like how much more are you going to net a year by doing that? I mean, yeah. you would do 15 times 70 or 68 deals. What we did last year, you know, we would net for everyone listening. One, one over a million dollars more by just doing one simple process.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Some simple simple things. It's like a little multiple, tweak, little tweak, one little, one little tweak, raising rent. Do five of those little
2: tweaks, and that's how we get to six
1: million. Gotcha. That's like uh, like the apartment, the apartment amplification. One little twenty-five dollar rent roll raise on yeah, a
2: exactly. Business. Yeah,
1: water, water fee, water fee. And you amplify your uh, you amplify your NOI. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Um, so, what? So you're looking for deals in Atlanta. Where can people submit deals to you if they want to submit a deal to you? Yeah,
2: just come to my Instagram. It's just Gino. You got my name on here, G-I-N-O underscore. And there's actually two underscores, so it's underscore, underscore. But it should come up. Palumba, P-A-L-O-M-B-A. Yeah, Palumba. So,
1: so um, and you're just doing single family. Any lots, anything else? I mean, we'll anything wholesale whatever we get.
2: It? Whatever we get, you know. Um, we can. We have buyers for everything. Just for us, we're focused on I mean, just marketing wise for us, you know, our outreach. We're just we're honing in on what we're good at, you know, so. Single yeah, family. Good. Do you have any local meetups? Yeah, yeah, actually, we do. So we're having one this week, actually on Thursday. So I mean, it might be already past where it's aired. But 317, um, we have one six to eight. But we have weekly ones. We're starting to fly some people out. Um, hopefully next. Uh, we're trying to get Steve to come one one month. It's like pulling, you know little teeth out of people trying to get Steve to come. But, um, you know, we have Stephanie betters coming this week. She's the owner of left main, um, Salesforce CRM. And, um, you know, she does 200 plus deals, a thousand units. So she's going to be speaking and hopefully we can get some more people. We might try to get Eric Brewer next, next month. So,
1: and may, so yes, sir. So they can find that out on your Instagram, those locations yeah, find out on my
2: Instagram, reach out to me on Instagram. And there's, there's actually a post I just made and also um, it's in my bio as well.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Um, I appreciate you coming on, man. We covered, we covered a lot in a really short
2: We had time. some good stuff. I liked it. Thanks for having
1: me. We covered a lot of stuff. So I hope people reach on the Instagram. we get some deals. I'm actually starting uh, marketing in Atlanta myself with my partner. Okay. So. Well, hopefully work some deals in the pipeline and get some deals sent to you. For sure. I love it, man. Let Uh, me know. We appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on, Gino. Uh, Last thing. What is a quote that is yours or somebody else's that you resonate with? Shoot, man. I've had this question asked me before. I still don't, I don't even know any quotes. I don't
2: remember any. Um, Maybe you say, maybe you say, oh, actually, someone it. did say this. I, there's a quote here um, with Carlos and Sal. I forgot which one told me this, but, um, or said this, but Carlos and Sal or Carlos Reyes and Sal Shakira, Um, One of them said that, you know, don't look at marketing as an expense, but look at it as an investment. Right. So that's my quote. I'll leave you guys on that one. All right. There you
1: go. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks for your time. For sure, man. Thanks for having me.
0: The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www. the number one listguyscom